This is the Hasidic Story Project with Barack Holman, podcasting from Jerusalem, Israel. This podcast is sponsored by listeners just like you. To become a supporter of this podcast, please go to HasidicStory.com. H-A-S-I-D-I-C Story.com. You'll never know. You'll never know. You'll never know. You'll Once there were two Hasidim of Reb Shner Zaman of Liadi, the Alter Rebbe, who were traveling. They came from different towns, and they happened to meet at a guest house and were placed in the same room together. And when they both discovered that they were Hasidim of the Alter Rebbe, they were very excited. They said how holy the Rebbe is, and how fortunate we are to be Hasidim of the Alter Rebbe. And then one Hasid asked the other, Tell me, where are you from? And he says he's from Chesnik. And the other Hasid is from Sklov. The Chassid from Chesnik says, the Chassid from Sklov. Let me tell you a story about our Rebbe that will show you how great he really is. This story happened to me personally. I have two sons. At the time, one was 18 and the other was 20. Both of them were learning in yeshiva and everything was going quite well. We were planning Shaduchim for them, hoping that they would get married. And then disaster struck. We received a letter from the Tsar's army that they were both being drafted for 25 years. 25 years in the Tsar's army. I don't have to tell you, my friend. 25 years, you come out a different person. You certainly don't come out a Jew. And if you do, you're one crazy Jew. There's plenty of Goyim to serve in the Tsar's army. He doesn't need us Jews. And so right away I went to the draft board and I begged them to release my sons. They looked at me and said, what for? They're drafted. What's the problem? They'll come and eat trafe, become part of the Russian people. Enough of you Jews being separate from us. But the father knew if his sons were drafted, besides the fact that they might die in war, the chances of them remaining religious Jews were almost zero. And so not knowing what to do, he went to the altar Rebbe. He waits in line, and finally it's his turn, and he tells the Rebbe, my two sons have been drafted, and I can't get them out. And the Rebbe says to the Chassid, what do you want from me? Does it look like I work for the government? Do I work for the Tsar? Am I an officer in the army? And the Hasid was so upset, he just started crying. And he said, Rebbe, I don't understand why you're so cruel to me. I'm one of your closest Hasidim. Am I not as close to you, Rebbe, as the other Hasidim? And the Rebbe said, oh, really? Who says you're one of my Hasidim? And now the Hasid was really broken. And he said, Rebbe, I came to you last year, and I came to you this year, and I remember all of the Torah explanations and insights that you've given over. Go ahead, Rebbe. Test me on anything. I remember them all. And the Chassid saw the Rebbe's face change. And the Rebbe said, With God's help, your sons will be saved. And the Chassid stopped crying and he said, Rebbe, that's wonderful news. What am I supposed to do? And the Rebbe said to go to a certain town. And he gave the exact address of where this Chassid needed to go. He said, There you'll find somebody who's an expert in these matters. And for sure, Be'ezat Hashem, he'll be able to help you. So go and get there as fast as you can. And the Chassid said to the Rebbe, But Rebbe, how will he know who I am? And he'll know that the Rebbe sent me. Maybe the Rebbe will write a letter for me, explaining the situation and why I came. And the Rebbe said to him, What are you worried about? He'll recognize you as soon as you get there. And I promise you, he'll do everything in his power to help you. So the Chassid understood. That was it. And he went as quickly as he could to get to this guy's address. So the Chassid traveled there, and it took him many hours. When he arrived, it was the middle of the night. The Chassid didn't care. He wanted to go to the front door of the house, but it was a very big mansion, and there was a metal gate. 
He tried to get into the gate, but the gate was locked. And then he noticed inside there was a servant walking around. So he started shaking the gate, trying to make noise. The servant sees it and comes out. And he says, who are you? Where are you from? He said, I'm a chassid of the Alter Rebbe, and I'm from Chesnik. The servant says, ah, you're from Chesnik. Please come inside. And the chassid was taken aback, but also very happy. And now it's like four or five in the morning. And the servant shows him to a chair in one of the rooms. And he sees the master of the house pacing back and forth. He was upset. And it was as if he was drunk or crazy or something. And every few moments he would say, God Almighty, Hashem Ishmo, what do you want from me? And afterwards he came into the room where the chassid from Chesnik was. And he was so upset. He kept saying, what do you want from me? Leave me alone. What do you want from me? He was so upset that he didn't even notice that the chassid was sitting there in his house. And the chassid was so shocked, he didn't know what to do. He looked at this wealthy Jew and he thought to himself, this guy is crazy. He's not going to be able to help me. And then finally, the master of the house saw the chassid standing there. And he ran over to him and he says, who are you? Where are you from? He said, I'm a chassid of the Alter Rebbe and I'm from Chesnik. And he said, you're from Chesnik? And he was so excited. He was clapping his hands. He said, you're from Chesnik? Oh, he's from Chesnik. <laughs> now, this poor chassid was convinced the guy was completely out of his mind. And then this wealthy Jew, he calmed down. And he said, I know you think I'm crazy because of the way that I'm behaving. And I was so excited when I heard you're from Chesnik. But please, I'm not crazy. Let me explain to you my behavior. I've been here in this town for many years. And I'm a chassid of the Alter Rebbe. Because of my business matters and family needs, I haven't been able to travel to the Rebbe in five whole years. And I've so longed to see the Rebbe. And last night, the Rebbe's holy face appeared to me in a dream. I dreamt that the Rebbe had come in through the front gate, in the front door, and was in my house, standing in front of my bed, pleading with me to please help the Chassid from Chesnik. I woke up from the dream because it shocked me. Then I fell back asleep again. And as soon as I fell asleep, once again, the Rebbe's fiery, flaming, holy face was right in front of me. And the Rebbe said, you need to help the Chassid from Chesnik. And I woke up. And so it went the whole night. Every time I'd wake up, fall back asleep, the Rebbe was there. Wake up, fall asleep, the Rebbe was there. When I got up this morning, I was so confused and I was so distraught that I didn't even notice you sitting there. And then when you said to me, you're a Chassid from Chesnik, my soul almost exploded. Now I knew it wasn't just some crazy dream. This was real. The Alter Rebbe came to me in a dream, but he didn't tell me what kind of help you needed. So please tell me, my friend, how can I help you? The Chassid said he has two sons. They've both been drafted. He went to the draft board and there's no way out. He went to the Alter Rebbe and the Alter Rebbe said to come to you and that everything would be fine. So the wealthy Jew says, oh, that's what you need. Well, I do have some connections with the military, but it's not easy to get people out of a draft, especially Jews. But if our Rebbe sent you to me, for sure there's a way. So the Chassi drank a little bit of coffee. <sighs> Davin, the davening very quickly, and then headed off to the military headquarters, which was the regional military headquarters. And as soon as he arrives, the soldier at the front desk says, what do you need? He said, I need to see the general. And he said, who are you? He said, and he mentions his name. Says he's a wealthy businessman, has a lot of connections, and needs to see the general. So the soldier at the front desk says, wait here. And he goes, and about 15 minutes later, he comes back, and he says, 
The general will see you now. So this wealthy chassid is very happy. He expected to have to argue a lot, maybe push a bit, threaten who knows what. But right away, he's brought in to the general. And the general looks very tired. And he says to this Jew, sit down, what can I do for you? So the Jew says, listen, a friend of mine, fellow chassid, he has two sons that are drafted, and I need to get them out. And the general says, where is this chassid from? He said, Chesnik. And the general says, Chesnik? Your friend is from Chesnik? And he belongs to Schneer Zalman, the rabbi? Schneer Zalman? And the wealthy chassid doesn't understand what's going on here. And the general says, all night, last night, your rabbi came to me in a dream. And he said to me, today, one of my chassidim is going to come. He's going to tell you about a chassid from Chesnik. And when he comes, you make sure to release his sons from the draft. So the general said, just tell me their names and I'll take care of everything. Please, I don't want to see a Rebbe coming to me in dreams anymore. And so the wealthy Jew gives over the names of the two sons of the Chassid. The general writes them an exemption for military service. Gives it to the wealthy Chassid, who walks out full of joy. He comes back to the Chassid from Chesnik and he says, Our Rebbe is truly a great tzaddik. Your sons are free and they won't ever be drafted again. And the Chassid from Chesnik, he says to the wealthy Jew, What did you do? How did you do it? And he said, just like the Rebbe came to me in a dream and told me that you would be coming and I needed to help you, so too the general met our Rebbe in the same dream. And as soon as I told him, I'm here on behalf of the Chassid from Chesnik, he wrote the exemption on the spot. And after that, this Chassid and his sons became such devoted Chassidim of the Alter Rebbe. Whenever they had the opportunity, they would tell the story that you just heard. I have one more short story for you. The holy great Rebbe, the seer of Lublin, the Chose, Rabbi Yaakov Yitzchak of Lublin, was the Rebbe in the city of Lublin, but the rabbinical authority, the halachic authority of the city, was Rabbi Azriel Horovitz, who was known as being such a great genius and having such an invincible, logical mind that he was nicknamed the Iron-Headed Rabbi. And of course, this Rabbi Horovitz did not like the Hasidim, and he constantly bothered the Chose with all kinds of questions, just to make him a little crazy but also to make sure the Rebbe understood that the rabbi, he was a real rabbi, but the Rebbe, he was not a real Rebbe. And one time, the rabbi said to the Rebbe, how is it that so many thousands of Hasidim come to listen to you, but they don't come to hear me? I'm certainly a greater scholar than you, Rebbe. So why are they coming to you? And the Chose Lublin, he says, to tell you the truth, I'm just as amazed as you are, rabbi. I know what I'm really worth. I know who I really am. And I don't know why people are coming to me and they really should come to you because it's true. You're a great scholar. So the rabbi said, listen, Rebbe, I want you to do me a favor. Next Shabbos, I want you to announce to all of your Hasidim that you're not really a Rebbe. And then they'll leave you alone and they'll stop coming to you and stop flocking into our town and bothering me and the other religious Jews here. And so the Chose, he says, yeah, you know, that's not a bad idea. 
In that Shabbos, the Rebbe stands up in front of all the Hasidim and Shul, and he says, I was speaking to my friend, the rabbi of this town, Rabbi Horvitz, who of course everybody knows is a great scholar. And the rabbi told me, I'm not really a Rebbe, and that I should stand up in front of my Hasidim and tell you that I'm not really a Rebbe. I don't know why you all keep coming here. Who do you think I am? I'm no one special. I'm just like the rest of you. And I'm certainly not worthy to be anybody's Rebbe. Word got back to the rabbi. The Chose actually stood up and said exactly what he said. But the rabbi was very upset to learn that it only made more people come to the Chose. Because all the Hasidim were saying, look at our Rebbe. He's the real thing. He's so humble and honest and has no ego. He's willing to stand up in front of all of us and say he's not even a Rebbe. And so thousands more flocked to the Chose of Lublin. And when the rabbi of Lublin saw this, he was not happy about it. And he said to the Chose, listen, what I told you before didn't work. But I know your Hasidim. They love humility and they hate arrogance. So I want you to listen to me. Stand up in front of them and tell them that you're a true tzaddik. And then they'll smell your ego and they'll leave us alone in peace. And so the Chose on Shabbos morning, he gets up in front of the Hasidim. Now there's even more Hasidim than there were before. He says, my sweetest friends, the rabbi of the town, who's a great Torah scholar, and I have so much respect for him. He told me this Shabbos to stand up and tell you all that I'm a true tzaddik. I want to respect the rabbi, and I'd like to do what he said. I don't think that I'm a tzaddik, but one thing I certainly am not is a liar. I might not be a rebbe, but I can't stand up here and say that I'm a true tzaddik. And with that, even more Hasidim came to be Hasidim of the Seer of Lublin. And eventually the rabbi had to admit that there was no way around it. The seer was a true rebbe and a true tzaddik.
Thank you so much for listening, my sweetest friends. As always, I want to thank the Schoen family for becoming new contributors to the podcast. Thank you so much for your contribution. And to all the contributors, and to all the listeners, and all the people who leave me comments on YouTube and Facebook and send me messages, thank you all for listening. Make sure to check out my books on Amazon if you haven't yet. Just type in my name. I have two beautiful Jewish memoirs there. And also, of course, my other podcast, Jewish People and Ideas. Thank you again for listening. And I look forward to our next story next week. Be'ezat Hashem. L'chaim, my sweetest friends. L'chaim. L'chaim. L'chaim.